The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, the Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Kayla Elizabeth Kunanile Alohoabing, and I was the youth preacher for our 107th youth program that was held on Sunday, June 5th, 2016, at our mother church located at 1043 Middle Street. At this time, I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13, San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in Il Central, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kalihi for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923 and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, 
that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Before continuing on with the music portion of our telecast, I would like to introduce to you our youth announcer of our 107th youth program and tell you a little bit about her. She is Asia Martika White. Asia was born on March 2, 1998 in Honolulu, Hawaii. She is the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Donovan A. and Mariko L. White, and Asia's paternal grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Paul and Deborah White, Jr. Her maternal grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Frank and Hiroko Walker. She has one younger sister, Tea. Asia was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ on February 6, 2005 at the Mother Church and continues to tarry diligently for the Holy Spirit. She is a faithful student and Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr.'s Teen 4 class. She plays the trumpet in the Youth Church Band and is a member of the Youth Choir. Asia is a recent graduate of Theodore Roosevelt High School, where she played for the volleyball team and participated in the JROTC program. Her favorite subjects were English and human physiology. In August, Asia began her career in the Army National Guard. After completion of basic training, Asia plans to go to school and major in nursing. She hopes to one day be a pediatric nurse or veterinarian. She also volunteers at community events with her family and other service projects for the JROTC program. In her spare time, Asia enjoys playing volleyball, going to the beach, and doing arts and crafts. Asia would like to praise and thank the Lord for the opportunity to have been the 2016 Easter program announcer and to be the 107th biannual youth program announcer. She would also like to thank the prayer band, prayer warriors, and Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. and the trustees for their unceasing prayers. Finally, Asia would like to express her deepest appreciation to her parents and family for their undying prayers, love, and support. So without further ado, I present to you Asia Martika White. Asia. Thank you, Kayla. For the first anthem this morning, the youth choir will sing the song entitled, I Surrender All. The youth choir will be under the direction of Ms. Rose Pohaku Carter. Accompanying our youth choir will be Mrs. Tiari Summers on the piano.
Thank you, Youth Choir, for that touching song. We choose to surrender all to Jesus because He died on the cross for the sins of all mankind. Jesus deserves our all. The Youth Orchestra, under the direction of Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., will now play for us the selection entitled, All I Need. Wasn't that a wonderful performance, saints and friends? Yes, Jesus truly is all we need. Thank you, Youth Orchestra. Our vocalist for this morning's program will be Julia Asano, 
an 11th grader of Kamehameha Schools. She will sing for us a song entitled, You Can't Imagine How He Loves You. Julia will be under the direction of Mrs. Amelia Hahn. Accompanying our soloist will be Mrs. Tiari Summers on the piano. You can't imagine how he loves you. You can't imagine how he cares. The Father loves to speak each name to him, no two, just the same. You can't imagine how he cares. You can't imagine how he loves you. Show to 
Yes, saints and friends, there are no words that can explain the love that Jesus has for you and I. Thank you, Julia, for such an awesome performance. For their final anthem this morning, the youth choir will sing for us the song entitled, Wise Up.
Thank you, Youth Choir, for that song of preparation. Jesus is coming soon, so we must be ready for his coming. Our instrumentalist this morning will be Dean Carrillo Jr., an 11th grader of Roosevelt High School on the tenor sax, Donovan Carrillo, an 8th grader of Stevenson Middle School on the trombone, and Shayla Spotcalf, a 7th grader also of Stevenson Middle School on the trumpet. They will be playing the number entitled Working Out Your Own Salvation under the direction of Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr. Thank you, Dean, Donovan, and Shayla for that upbeat performance. Talking to Jesus is the best way to work out your problems and will help us press on until he comes in clouds of glory. At this time, our youngest group of energetic performers, the Young Crusaders, will sing for us the number entitled Marching On, under the direction of Mrs. Johanna Carrillo and assisted by Mrs. Donna Lou Carter. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Mrs. Mamu Pagai of Maui. Your unending labor of love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will not go unrewarded. May Jesus continue to smile upon you and pour out bountiful blessings and press down and overflowing in this life and that to come. Have a beautiful Sunday, Mamu.
Wasn't that an enthusiastic and lively number? Praise the Lord. Thank you for that awesome performance, Young Crusaders. Before returning the program back to our youth preacher, I would like to share a little background about her. Extremely honored and very humbled, Kayla Elizabeth Kanani Lealoha Bing gives our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all of the praises and thanksgiving for the opportunity to have been the 107th Youth Service Program Preacher. Born to Associate Pastor Marvin and Mrs. Sherilyn Abing on November 29, 1991 in Honolulu, Kayla has one older sister, Mrs. Kelsey Pualoa. She is also the granddaughter of the late Mr. and Mrs. William and Elizabeth Abing and Mr. Anton S. Rodriguez and the late Mrs. Rose Rodriguez. Kayla was baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ through immersion in November 1998 and filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit on June 6, 2006. Kayla is an accomplished musician and faithful member of the church band where she performs on the cello. She also plays electric bass during our youth service programs and participated as a youth service program preacher in 2009. She can be found attending adult Sunday school and always lends a helping hand during our annual church cleanups. Kayla is a graduate of the Kamehameha Schools and graduated summa cum laude with a bachelor's degree in psychology and a minor in English from the University of Hawaii at Manoa. In May 2016, she earned her master's degree in clinical psychology with distinction from Hawaii Pacific University. She is currently performing an internship at the Queens Medical Center Day Treatment Services for Adolescents and is endeavoring to earn her state licensure to become a clinical therapist. Kayla also works as a sales associate for the face shop. In the community, she works with the maternal and child health leadership education in neurodevelopment and related disabilities program that helps families of children with special needs. When she has some spare time, she enjoys playing and listening to music, reading, restoring land at Ho'olua Aina, and doing yoga. Kayla would like to especially thank the Lord for the continuous love and prayers of Head Pastor Billy and Mrs. Rosalind Hahn Jr., the trustees, the prayer band warriors, her parents, and her sister and brother-in-law. She praises the Lord for the many prayers and support from her extended family and from all of the saints of God for the distinct honor to preach the Word of God. At this time, it is my distinct pleasure and honor to present our 107th youth preacher, Kayla Elizabeth Kanani Lealoha Abing. Kayla? Thank you, Aisha. At this time, I would like to take a moment to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience especially if you have any plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday School for All Ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Aspera in Bologo, Picawan, and by Pastor Vesper Aspera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Thank you. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy. Thank you, Kayla. Saints of God and friends, wasn't it wonderful how the Lord used the talents of the young people in this 107th youth telecast? As we reflect on the past youth programs, we can surely see how the Lord has prospered and progressed the talents of the young people. And yes, it's wonderful to see how they dedicated their time, energy, and talents in serving the Lord. When we serve the Lord in any capacity, who gets the glory? Why, Jesus does. At this time, we would like to extend our sincere gratitude to our youth director, Ms. Rose Pohakulani Carter, who enthusiastically oversaw and coordinated our youth program, as well as directing our youth choir. And to her host of awesome assistants, Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr. is also the youth orchestra instrumental and accompanist director, Mrs. Johanna Carrillo, the Young Crusaders director, and assisted by Mrs. Donalu Carter, and a special thanks are also extended to Mrs. Tiari Summers, who gave willingly up her God-given talents and time on the piano. Special thanks also go out to Associate Pastor John Nelson, who wrote and directed the gospel skit, Prepare the Way of the Lord, coming up shortly. And finally, a special appreciation extended to our very reliable and gifted sound engineer, Associate Pastor Ronald Kaheli, along with his assistants, who ready the microphones and set up the sound system for our church recording sessions and every aspect of our musical programs. 
Thank you everyone for your supportive efforts which truly made for a more effective program whose labor of love and sacrifice will not go unrewarded in the eyes of the Lord. Our prayer sharing in our TV gospel service will enable you to flee the devil and that it will be an opportunity for you to renew your Christian dedication and commitment to the Lord Jesus. We need to pray much for the body of Christ. The time is short and God's people must be fully prepared and ready when Jesus comes for his bride, the body of Christ. Therefore, it is imperative for us to spread and propagate the gospel through sermons such as the one I am presenting today entitled, The Mark of a Young Christian Patience. Before proceeding with our 170th message, I would like to acknowledge that today is also Grandparents' Day, and I would like to share some enlightening information with you. In Matthew 19, 14, it reads, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ set the example for all to follow in Luke 20, 40. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The best method to accomplish this is by enrolling our children and grandchildren in Sunday school to teach them the ways of Jesus Christ so that they can walk in his footsteps along the way of life. Our children and grandchildren will become the reflection of what we as grandparents project when our home is filled with love of God. Love for his word and love for the house of God, our children and grandchildren will begin to see the fruit of our labors coming to the fruition right before their eyes. After all, charity begins at home. Paul spoke on in 2 Timothy chapter 3, 14 to 15, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Happy Grandparents' Day to all who are blessed with precious grandchildren from our Lord Jesus Christ. And now let us begin our youth message entitled, The Mark of a Young Christian Patience. So much of what we learn is based on examples, and the Lord wants each of us to be good patterns for each other first, so that those of the world can see what God has wrought in us. In Titus 2, 7 through 9, 14 and 15, it reads, In all things showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient to their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Surely we are a peculiar people, zealous of good works, and we speak and exhort these things and rebuke with all authority. Paul was an educated and informed man of his time. Read for yourselves, viewers, what he had to say pertaining to this in Philippians 3, 7-8. But what things were gained to me, those I count at loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. Paul is saying it like it is. Worldly ways are for a short season. Then death, excellency, and great gain is found in the Lord's work and is the only way to eternal life. It is it any wonder that we are urged unto be an example in word? By choosing God's righteousness, everything else falls into its proper place, including our very own words from our mouth. 
We read Colossians 3, 16, 17. Let the word of Christ dwell in you, richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. In 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, it reads, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness can be profitable when using the scriptures which are the inspiration of God. This gives the man of God the opportunity to strive towards perfection and maturity, and all the while being completely furnished for all good works. It is the word of God that will be used in the end as the standard by which the whole world will be judged. We can never thank the Lord enough for the gift of the Holy Ghost, who leads, guides, directs, and teaches us the fullness of the Word of God. Because we have the mind of Christ, we can know the depths of the Scripture. Thus, being rich in wisdom, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are capable of teaching and admonishing because the Master of all gifts dwells within us and blesses us with our needs for the Gospel work. At this time, I would like to digress from our sermon to present three young children of our church. Blessed with the combined talents are Dean Carrillo Jr. as Dean, Shayla Spotkav as Alicia, and Isaiah Cummings as a 10th grader of Lelehua High School as Mr. Jones. These individuals each will portray the characters in this enlightened skit entitled, Prepare the Way of the Lord. Yes, you must believe and say this prayer of salvation and let Jesus into your heart to be saved. Excuse me, sir. Did I hear you correctly? Did you say... If you say this prayer and let Jesus into your heart, you will be saved? Yes, I did. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Would you like to receive Jesus in your heart and be saved? Well, first of all, the scripture you're quoting is correct. But with all due respect, sir, we see the words of Jesus in a different light. And to answer your question, we have already received salvation through the gospel of the kingdom of God, the same gospel that Jesus preached on the shores of Galilee almost 2,000 years ago. The two of you have my attention now. What is the gospel of kingdom of God? Simply put, it's the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Here, let me show you. In Mark 1, 14 through 15, it reads, now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The gospel we are sharing with you is the same gospel Jesus and the apostles taught. Nothing has changed. All Jesus asks of anyone is to repent and believe the gospel. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 16, Jesus is found speaking to his disciples. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Here we find that one must not only believe, but one must put one's faith into action by being baptized in order to be saved. You may ask, what is baptism? Baptism means to be plunged or immersed completely in water. If one has been baptized by sprinkling or in any other manner than the word of God describes, one is not saved. Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, came to Jesus by night, acknowledging that Jesus was a teacher sent by God. In John 3, 3-4, through 4, 
Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Being born again is all about a spiritual birth, not a physical birth. Being born of water represents the death and burial of the old person and the resurrection of a new person in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus. In John 3, 5, Jesus answered, reaffirming his word, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of the Spirit is to be filled with the Holy Ghost, just like the 120 who were filled with the Holy Spirit when they gathered in an upper room on the day of Pentecost. The event of Pentecost is recorded in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Speaking with other, other tongues is the only Bible evidence of receiving the Holy Ghost. This is what Jesus was talking about when he said that one must be born of the Spirit. In Acts 2.38, we find where the Apostle Peter declares the way of salvation to the multitudes on the day of Pentecost as well as all today. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You may wonder, why in the name of Jesus? Let me be clear. Jesus is the only saving name. Acts 4.12 reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. You see, only the name of the Lord Jesus Christ can save mankind. No other name or title has the power to save one's soul. So the choice needs to be made, sir. Believe the gospel and be saved, or don't believe and lose out on eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ. What will you do? Hmm. I have my doubts about what I believe. I think I'm going to come to your church service and learn a little bit more about the gospel of kingdom of God. That's a great step in the right direction. Remember, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. We'll be looking for you. Service starts at 10. Wasn't that an awesome skit? Well done, children. May the Lord continue to increase your talents. Now back to our sermon. Jesus spoke of two men praying. One trusted in religion, one knew he was a sinner and needed a new life. We read in Luke 18, 10 to 14, two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus within himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week, I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Thus we see the publican received mercy, but the religious man, because of his bragging, received nothing. If more of us would show forth Christ in unselfish service, our lives would count more for him. Yes, if Jesus were here today, he would say, as he said nearly 2,000 years ago in Mark 8, 35 to 37, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. 
For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Therefore, the way of real happiness is the way of service to others in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to Psalms 144, 15. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Work for the praise that comes from above, which is sweeter than all the world, and let nothing turn you aside from it. Jesus tells us to give more time and thought to the things of God and less time to the things which die with the setting of the sun. Many people think that the greatest reward of life is to rise high in the worldly circles and be popular. They are giving their lives to the things which do not count for God and for which there is no reward in heaven. Paul was neither a seeker of popularity or the praise of men, as he tells us in Galatians 1.10, For do I not persuade men on God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Jesus told of a certain rich man who had a good-sized farm. He became so prosperous that he had to tear down his smaller barns and build larger ones to store his goods. His bank account was more immense than ever. He had everything but God. He was going to live a full life and enjoy all his earthly goods. The rich man said, as we read in Luke 12, 19, And I will say to my soul, So thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy knees, eat, drink, and be merry. That very night, the rich man lay down to sleep, and God said unto him, as found in verse 20, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? And thus we find this poor rich man had to turn loose his positions and goods out into a world where those earthly things did not count. Psalms 49, 17, 19 confirms this. For when he dieth, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though while he live, he bless his soul, and men will praise thee when thou doest well to thyself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see light. Yes, the greatest teacher of all ages stands before us and teaches us the finer lessons in life. He tells us in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Come unto me, and all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This gracious invitation of our Lord reaches out to the needy and sin burden of every color, creed, and nationality. The Lord's business pays the biggest dividends in the world. A man invests his money in stocks and bonds, and once a quarter he receives a dividend. But he who invests in God's business reaps eternal dividends. You may not be able to make huge investments, but you can do what you can, and it will pay big dividends. Here's one of the greatest promises in the Bible as you read in Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Jesus was simply saying, invest your life with me, and you will receive dividends here and the hereafter. His business is the most enduring in the world. If you were to look back over the years, you would notice that many changes in every city Businesses which once were strong no longer exist. Banks which once, once were a bulwark of safety have gone broke. But God's business never fails. It has been going on for years, and it grows stronger as the years go by. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls gladly received His Word, were baptized, and were filled with the Holy Spirit. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrines and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. 
We read in Acts 2, 44, and all that believed were together and had all things common. This is sometimes called first century communism. It is different from communism today. The early Christians were unselfish and reason, what is mine is yours. Today, selfish communism plays, what is yours is mine. And in the 47th verse, it reads, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. This is the first mention of the New Testament church of which Jesus Christ is still the head. He tells us to get into a right relationship with God. He tells us to get into a right relationship with our fellow man. He tells us to put eternal things above temporal things. He tells us to get lined up in the biggest business in the world, which is in the salvation of souls. Moses died just before the children of Israel crossed over Jordan into the promised land. Joshua was given the command. A tremendous burden fell upon him, but God spoke to him and said, be strong and of a good courage. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Now, if you follow Jesus, you will hear him say, you will have fought a good fight. You have been faithful to me. Well done. Enter into the joy of the Lord. One of the marks of a true born-again Christian is courage. It takes real courage to live the Christian life and be a role model. Paul was stoned and left out for dead, but God performed a miracle. God gave him a complete victory. When Paul stood before King Agrippa, Festus told him about Paul. The king was interested in Paul and had him brought before him. He was told he could speak for himself. Instead of doing this, he spoke for the Lord Jesus. He took courage for him to stand before the king and his court. King Agrippa was greatly impressed. He cried out in Acts 26, 28, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. But we find that the king had no heart to believe God. The word courage comes from the Latin word core, which means heart. Let us put our heart close to Jesus, and he will give us courage to live the Christian life. Now, if you'd like to know more about God's word, the church, and review our telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. To bring our 107th youth telecast to a close, we have once again our youth orchestra with their passionate will to serve the Lord, play for us this bright and upbeat song entitled, When Jesus Returns for His Own.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.